You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. It is currently Thursday on the day of recording this and the day they release, so that's convenient. (laughs) However, we realize that it may not be Thursday where you are, but happy day. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Regardless, I'm sitting across from my lovely co-host, Jill Marie Peterson. How you doing? (laughs) I'm feeling great. Fantastic. Thanks for asking, Mary. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Thanks for asking. We got a nice little workout in. We've got a lunch date planned. We really are doing our best to be intentional with the design of our days. We were at a mastermind retreat a couple weeks ago, and the speaker made such a great point of saying, like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, but realistically, they're not entrepreneurs. Um, They built a job for themselves by Mm -hmm. starting a business, and Mm -hmm. that really struck a chord with me because I don't want that for us. So it feels good to be very intentional about designing our day. And we're constantly in that conversation. We are. We look at our calendar probably more than and it's because we're not good more at than it. others <laughs> but it's because we need to practice right. we need to practice designing the life that we want the days that we want the business that we want mm-hmm. um and it starts by being intentional with our time because a lot of the time a business starts on accident like yeah. you find a skill that you're good at and people are like, oh, you're really good at that. And then some people pay you money and you're like, whoa, <laughs> did somebody just pay me money? <laughs> Is this a business? Do I have a business here? <laughs> and then they start wearing all the hats and doing all the things. And seven years in, they're under a pile of paperwork. They haven't taken a vacation in seven <laughs> years. They're so stressed like, out of their mind. Right. Do you own a business or does that business own you? Mm-hmm. And it, it just feels really good to sit here and say we've intentionally designed our mornings to pour back into us what we need in order to show up the best, which is a fun conversation to have on this particular episode because we want to dive into what makes us good at this job. We get this question a lot. We do. Um People always want to know what makes you qualified to do the thing that you do, Mm -hmm. which I find funny just because there's got to be a very large percentage of people doing things in this life that have nothing to do with the education they've received through primary school or formal education in college, bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. Right. Um, So we want to dive into what our skill set is, what the education behind this whole girls mentorship business is, and why we are qualified to take your daughter 
through our program as well as charge what we charge for it. Mm-hmm. So, well, and you and I were joking before we pressed record around it would totally not make sense if I claimed to be a doctor and I didn't go to medical school. <laughs> that would be weird. Jill here in the OR, I would like to um, <laughs> operate on that person's brain. They're like, uh, what what qualifies you to do yeah. that? What And what tool do you need to do that? I'm like, uh, the monkey s- wrench. Scalpel? <laughs> a screwdriver? I have right. no idea. So we, we honor jobs that take a lot of education, formal, to get there, like a yeah. doctor or a lawyer. I can't just go into a courtroom and start, you know, arguing <laughs> with the judge. That's not going to work well. Right. But in 2021, there are so many positions that have popped up for people and jobs that people have created for themselves based on their life experience. And I think that's a big lead in for us. I joke that I have gone through the school of hard knocks and I passed with flying colors. Your girl got a lot of A's in that school. Yes, you did. And that's not necessarily. Magna cum laude. (laughs) With honors. Not necessarily the school that people want to get A's in. Right. There's a book smart and a street smarts part of people's personalities. And I have the street smarts nailed. And the book smarts because you did go, you you've you've done college. I've done college. Yeah, not like Animal House style <laughs> college either. Like I actually did it, and you did it very well. I did, and you're very well versed in the body, and that's what's really cool about why your schooling has served you in you being a mentor for girls. Yeah, what's your background in? So formal education, um, I have my bachelor's degree in exercise and wellness, and that led me to a career within the gym setting for the last 10 years. Um, I owned my own CrossFit gym for about five of those years. I did an internship at a gym before that for about two, and I currently still work at and run the fitness center of a gym. So if y'all know anything about just customer service in general, mm-hmm. I've had the pleasure of just working with people. Right. Well, I think about hairdressers and gym owners as one of the same. Right. People tell their hairdresser everything. Similarly with a community at a gym. It's like you go to the gym to um, to work it all to out. To work it all <laughs> out, whether you're individual or in a in a group setting or whatever that is, same with your hairdresser. It's like you kind right. of spill the tea when you're sitting in that in that chair getting styled. So for you, yes, your background is exercise, health, and wellness. You teach people how to move their body. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they're there is because they probably are stressed. Right. They don't know how to properly take care of themselves, like holistically, mind, body, spirit, you know, and and you're there not only to help them move, but because of the work that you've personally done on yourself, you're tying in more than just, hey, we're going to work out and that's it. Right. I wouldn't be doing my job. I wouldn't be serving my community well at all if I didn't look at those other pieces. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about coming in to do a workout because realistically, I see my people one hour a day 
if they come in seven days a week. Right. So there are, by calculation, 23 other hours in the day that if they're coming in for that one hour and we're building them up, I need to know what they're doing over the other 23 hours Mm -hmm. to break down. Well, because if they have a goal that they want to achieve, you're committed to their goal. And like you said, you see them one hour a week Mm -hmm. or excuse me, one hour a day. If they come, yeah hopefully five times a week. They're they're probably not working out seven days a week. So it's checking, it's it's holding them accountable. It's being able to help them through the challenges that they're that they're facing. Because right. let's let's face it, you know, goals are great, but life happens and stops those goals from actually happening. So you're there to help them you know, break through the barriers of what they're experiencing. Well, and my abilities and capabilities and experience in the gym, I feel like has set me up perfectly for this next phase of my life in mentorship because of what you just said, like you do so many things within a gym setting. You help people goal set. You pick people up after they fall when they don't reach that goal, whether it's, you know, a number on a barbell that they want to hit or, you know, a time that they want to improve upon, mm-hmm. whatever that is, there's so many aspects of training that you can apply to normal life. And for me, I was hitting my head against a ceiling professionally, which is when personal growth and development slowly seeped its way into my life to right. where I was able to look at my shortcomings. So not only did I get to coach people in the gym setting on the back end of that I got to pour back into myself Mm -hmm. and learn more about me Mm -hmm. and then take that information and apply it to those gym setting people right so I was actively practicing coaching in the physical sense but I was also actively getting to practice mentoring not just adults but we had a lot of kids come through the gym as well that I got to speak life into whether they knew I was doing it or not I got to speak life into them in ways that they weren't exactly aware of so just for an example like if a kid would come in in order to get better at their sport and they hit a goal You know, it's great, great job, way to get that goal, way Mm -hmm. to get that 200-pound back squat. Right. As a 16-year-old who's on a football team, bravo. Right. However, I don't just want to look at the fact that you hit that goal. I need to point out that you put in hard work, that you you sacrificed, that that you prioritized, that you said no to hanging out with friends in order to come to the gym in order to meet that goal goal. I want to point out the characteristics of that person that can be utilized not just in hitting that 200-pound back squat, but can be taken out of that setting and applied Mm. in a different setting. I love it. The parallels Mm -hmm. are so incredibly clear for me because I think about the girls when we sit down with them for the very first time and we help create their goals because it might be the first time that they're ever talking about maybe it's a goal about their body, confidence, gaining more friends, um, not being so anxious. Right. And it starts one rep at a time. So the, the kiddo who, you know, back squatted 200 pounds didn't start with 200 pounds. No. And that's how it is when we work with girls in their confidence, in whatever capacity. It's one day at a time 
And it's really cool that your background in fitness totally transfers into what we do with our girls. Right. Because one little caveat here on fitness is how many people go to a gym because they have poor self-esteem and self-image. Oh my gosh. Negative self-talk. The things that we coach our girls on aren't drastically different than what adults are struggling with. And that that's huge for us because we want to make sure that at a younger age, girls and youth in general really are equipped with the tools to understand that they are the main character in their life mm-hmm. and that they hold the key to moving forward. Right. Right. Taking care of their body. Right. Their mind. Mm-hmm their soul or spirit. It's not just, oh, okay, you want to be confident? Let's just work on the mindset piece. It's no, like, well, it's everything. let's actually teach you the it's a whole, <laughs> it's, a to- it's a total soup, <laughs> the holistic approach to gaining confidence because it's, it's, not, it's not just a quick fix. Okay, so that's chapter one of Mary. Let's shift gears and talk about your formal education. Chapter two, Jill's formal education. I went to ASU Sun for Devils. your de- I went to ASU <laughs> too. <Sun Devils. laughs> too bad I don't know the alma mater, whatever. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> um, so my background, surprisingly, I feel like I'm a small percentage of the people who is using their degree. So my degree is in interdisciplinary studies where I have a focus on communication and mass comm. In my mass communication, I was obsessed with pop culture, which totally relates to why I'm still obsessed with pop culture, why I'm, why I'm obsessed with she is with, <laughs> with social media. It's funny that I learned that in school and it's definitely served me well in what I do now with our girls. Well, and we looked up what an interdisciplinary degree is good for and (laughs) Indeed.com returned some results that said teaching, counseling, mentoring, and entrepreneurship. Oh my gosh, I've nailed all four of those. (laughs) Yay. Um, But prior to, so post-college, I worked in a couple of different corporate jobs, but where I landed, which I'm sure most of you guys know, is um, I was at Lululemon for 10 years. And that was, that's where I've learned all of my skill sets as far as training and development and developing people, vision and goals, personal growth and development, personal responsibility, you name it. That's where I learned, like you said, not the school of hard knocks because I feel like that school came when I was a teenager, <laughs> but my formal training really came at Lululemon and it also created a pathway for me to fall in love with yoga and the philosophies of yoga as well as mindfulness. Mm. So I went on, I, I'm 200 hour certified YTT yoga teacher training through Yoga Alliance. YTT, yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um and I've probably have, I, I probably now am at 300, if not more hours, because that was in 2011. Additionally, I love, love, love to teach mindfulness. And that's a big, big piece of what you and I do, especially when we work with our girls and when we create our workshops. Having a piece around awareness is so important to the both of us because that, that really is like it unlocks so much. 
Totally. In in the girls having those light bulb moments. So I went back to uh, get a leadership and mindfulness certificate through ASU, and they have an incredible mindfulness program. Honestly, one of a kind in in the nation. So that's a little bit about my background and why I feel it is so prevalent and relevant to the work that you and I do with girls. Okay, so there's still a gap, obviously, between Lululemon, my CrossFit gym, and where we are now with girls mentorship. And for me, I close in on that gap um, around my professional career. Like I said, I got to hit my head on the ceiling a few times and be confronted with my lack of skills to where I was able to seek out opportunities to better myself. Yeah. And it was because of my business partner at the gym where I fell into personal growth and development. Shout out to PSI. That was my first weekend of confronting myself and my lack of skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was that started the entire journey. So looking back on all of the hours, the money, the energy spent on conferences and weekends and workshops and yes. just overall opportunities, I've calculated it. I've written down everything that I've done um, just so I could see it on paper. I've been to over 50 personal growth and development things, events happenstances. Um, I feel lucky in the sense that there's been people in my life, placed in my life that have their own events that I've been privy to, that I've gotten to work behind the scenes. I've, I've been able to hold space for attendees at personal growth and development things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been, I've been to over 50 personal growth and development things. At this point, I've spent over $25,000 on myself in that arena, and that's that's been six years of actively participating in making myself a better person. Yeah. And with that, we ask a lot of questions, right? Where would I be if my 14, 15, 16-year-old self had these skills, mm-hmm. which for me is where girls' mentorship came up. Yeah, I feel well-equipped enough to have started a business to give back to the girl that I once was because of how much intentionality has gone into making my 33-year-old self the best version of myself. Amen. I, I'm like, oh my gosh, similarly, mm-hmm. have spent around the same amount of money and have been in equal amount of rooms, whether that's events, weekend. We've been in a lot of those rooms together. A hundred percent. And I won't stop either. Right. No. I'm not stopping. And I know you're not either because when we can be the best version of ourselves, I even said this at Lululemon when I was a leader there. It was like, if, I, if, I, if I'm not developing myself, how could I ever develop anybody else or expect anybody to believe the words that are coming out of our mouths right yeah and it's important for me to walk the talk same and I know it's important for you too Mare and truly this is like we wouldn't be doing this work if we didn't feel qualified to deliver on the promises that we 
that we promise our families and our girls. Like this work is so important to us and we know it can happen because we've seen it happen for ourselves and in our different areas of work. You've seen it happen at the gym and with all the hundreds of people that you've developed. And same with me at Lululemon. It was like I, you know, developing people, putting on trainings. It's like I saw what this work can can do and it's transformative. It's absolutely changed my life. It's, yeah. it's changed my life beyond my wildest dreams. And I know that I've just scratched the surface. Yeah. And that's what's really cool about being able to turn around, hold my hand out and say, come with me to the girls that we mentor currently Mm -hmm. because of how life-changing it's been for me. Yeah. And you want to know the cool thing is that as soon as Jill and I said yes to this opportunity, creating this opportunity for ourselves really in the fact that we were sitting at a kitchen table June of 2020, probably drinking a glass of wine because <laughs> or Prosecco. What else? What else were we what doing? Else were we doing? <laughs> and said, this would be a fantastic idea. Why mm-hmm. hasn't this happened? A yeah. lot of people say, why hasn't this happened? And they move on with their day. Jill and I said, why hasn't this happened? And then we created an opportunity for it to happen. Right. Once we said yes to that opportunity, it was like the universe moved out of our way and presented us with countless opportunities to formally educate ourselves within the arena of mentorship, specifically pertaining to kids. Yes. So things came our way lightning fast. To this date, we are social emotional learning certified. Social emotional learning, if you don't know, is that holistic approach. It's huge in schools as far as not just focusing on the things skill set wise that your kids know. It's around their emotions. It's around their EQ, which is, you know, their ability to connect with other people. Mm -hmm. It's what's going on at home. Their Mm self-awareness, their decision-making skills. How are they aware of their actions and their behaviors? Ripple effects. The ripple effects. It's not expecting your kid to go get an A on the test when you just got into a big fight at home and they are going to school stressed. How do we deal with the child holistically? So we are social emotional learning certified. We are youth mental health first aiders, which means we are trained to see signs and symptoms within kids that might be struggling with their mental health. We have tools to help them through that and resources to either give to them to help them in that moment or pass them along to somebody who is more trained as in a psychologist or Mm -hmm. a psychiatrist, a therapist that can then take them to the next level because we are not trained to diagnose and or prescribe medication, um, but we are trained to notice things that might be off, Mm -hmm. certain signs that are presenting themselves that say red flag. There's something going on here. We need to address it. We need to ask more questions and we need to dig a little deeper. Right. We are adverse childhood experience trainers, which means we've been trained in the, I think there are eight adverse childhood experiences that a 
kiddo could experience from birth to 18 that make it more difficult for them to move on in life. Let's just say, yeah, Yeah. they are now behind the eight ball. Mm -hmm. So we are um, trained to train people on adverse childhood experiences. Again, signs and symptoms around things that may be going on at home, as well as to notice that with the kids that we mentor currently. And lastly, we are Botvin Life Skills Trained. We have had the absolute pleasure of being trained in life skills, mainly in prevention. So prevention with things like drug and alcohol use, as Mm -hmm. well as abuse and violence. Right. So we've had the pleasure of going into middle schools and high schools and facilitating life skills training over the course of 10 to 12 weeks. We get to sit in classrooms with these kids and go over a whole curriculum of life skills. This is outside of math. This is outside of science. This is outside of history. Yeah. And the percentage, the percentage of kiddos who go through life skills when they get the skills that we teach them, the percentage of them actually drinking, doing drugs, doing some type of like violent activity. It decreases. It decreases. It's it's incredible. If the curriculum is applied half the way it's supposed to, it decreases by, I think the percentage was like 42%. Yeah. If it's applied infidelity, like following the curriculum to a T, right. it reduces by, I think it was 65%. It was it was a staggering statistic. Mm-hmm. If it was done the way that it's, it's planned and if it was, you know, like COVID, if we had to teach online, they're still getting, they're still hearing what they need to hear. It yeah. might not be in person, but still that 40% or whatever that is, it's, that's incredible. Yeah. There's the the cool thing that we like about our certifications now within this work, in this field of adolescence, we have Botvins, like they're, it's all science and research based. So the cool thing, you know, eventually maybe we'll have our own research department. But what's cool is like we get to use their statistics because a lot of the things that we do in our curriculum is similar to what we teach in life skills. Right. And research based over many socioeconomic statuses, um, different ethnicities. I mean, they have, Botvin's is 40 plus years old and it's being used in 40 different countries across the world like they it's tried and true and it's really cool to be able to have that on our resume to say that we've gone through this program and are continuing to do continuing education with them in order to stay up on the latest research so it's been wild to gain all of this experience outside of what Jill and I already knew Mm -hmm. to apply it to the conversations we have now with the families and the girls we work with yeah and not to mention, like, we work with girls every day. We work with girls every single day from the ages of 8 to 18. So if we're not up on the latest trend, we're going to hear it from the girls that we're working with. We're immersed in the culture more so than we ever dreamed of being immersed in the culture just based on the conversations we're having right. on a daily basis. And then what we get to do is then turn around and, and help the parents see 
or understand what we're learning from our girls, whether it be a new social platform or whether we know that, oh my gosh, on Instagram, they're making fake accounts and Finstas. (laughs) Or on TikTok, there's a challenge going around where they're asking kids in school to vandalize the bathrooms and do something mean to your teacher. Like We get to have those conversations because we are very immersed in the pop culture of what's going on right Right. now. Exactly. And to me, that, that checks all the boxes. That checks all the boxes of why we're qualified, not only, you know, from the schooling that we've gone through, the different careers that we've gone through, but you and I are such a stand for continued education. We are. Yeah. I- continued education in our in our particular field, but also our own personal growth and development education to keep our I think of I think of you and I as a saw you know like a tool and if our blades get dull that's our cue to sharpen it like we need to go put ourselves in a room we need to go um, enroll in that particular seminar or course because that's how we're going to continue to impact more and more girls and families so the question we want to leave you with today is how sharp is your saw how sharp is it is it dull Are you actively working on sharpening it? Because we definitely are. The relationships that we have, the girls that we get to mentor, the families that we get to be a part of, that's the most important thing that we have going on right now in our business. Mm -hmm. And it would be doing them such a disservice if we were just keeping our saw in the shed. Yeah. Or continuing to try to chop down trees while that saw was dull. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And your saw doesn't mean that you have to be a business owner. No. It means it's hard. Be the, <laughs> it is. It means developing yourself to be the best version of yourself. That's all it means. The best mom, the best secretary, the, the best, best doctor, teacher, the best lawyer, whatever yeah, that the is. the best stay-at-home mom or whatever it is. You know, how can you be a better version of you? Your kids deserve it. You deserve it. The relationships in your life deserve it. Mm. We all deserve it. We all deserve it. We deserve it. the best you. And I know that this world deserves the best me, which is why I'm so keen on it. And I know that's why you're so keen on it as well. So we just, we got that question a lot. So we figured it was worth a podcast. And we appreciate the opportunity to talk about it because we get really excited knowing all the things that led us to be in this moment in time and that qualify us to turn around and teach these skills. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to chat about this and we hope you learned something from it. We can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, 
by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship. (laughs) 